1240 Sorry about that. It is the hotline. Uh, today is the uh, 4th of January, 2023. Uh, I'm Glenn Curry, of course, the interim uh, host here for the hotline show on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays. Uh, Mayor Jeff Smith will be here tomorrow and Friday for the hotline. Of course, I do the uh, da- daily uh, live at 5 show each and every day. Doing that for a while now at uh, 5 o'clock right here on AM 1240. Uh, AM 1240 and community broadcasters are in the center of a lot of uh, the controversy going on, uh, and, and we know what we're talking about here. But before I get into that, uh, something speculation uh, in recent weeks about what will who rather will replace uh, Scott Gray, who was who was sworn in yesterday at the uh, uh, legislative uh, down there for the assembly yesterday in Albany, who's going to replace uh, former legislator Scott Gray? Well, it looks like that is official. And uh, it, it's somewhat of a surprise because last week Sarah Campo uh, posted something about the golf course and her question uh, indoor questions about why the golf carts were left outside. Uh, Mike Lundy, of course, uh, addressed that in his own uh, a, you know a statement yesterday. But nonetheless, I looked at that as like, well, you know what, you know the tide has turned, and uh, Sarah's going to stick around. Uh, but now, based on Channel 7's... Uh, Check that website right now. Vote set for Compo Pierce to replace Scott Gray on county legislator. And so here we go. Uh, Sarah Compo Pierce's name will be the agenda of a special meeting later this month to replace Scott Gray as Jefferson County legislator. Compo Pierce's name came up at a county legislator's meeting last night. Chair uh, Chairman William Johnson says she was the only nominee as of around 4 p.m. Compo Pierce is a member of the Watertown City Council, as you all know. Uh, and was also the chief of staff of Senator Patty Ritchie until Ritchie decided not to seek re-election. Uh, Compo Pierce would replace Gray, who was sworn in Tuesday. We all know that. So that's uh, that's big news. So now, of course, in News Junkie, in News Junkie style, uh, also put up there, and let me get back to it if I can. Poll, who should be appointed, rather, the city's council if Compo Pierce quits? Well, I believe this is an old poll, so I'm opening it up right now. He said poll. Uh, so here, here it is. Here are the choices. Interesting choices. Let's go over the choices right now. No, this isn't new. Uh, who should be appointed to city council if Compo Pierce quits? And the uh, the nominees are, <clears throat> drum roll please, uh, Allison Crossman, who ran for mayor some time ago, not too long ago. Uh, Leonard Spaziani, who is also the guy that's fitted, who sat in for, what, a year or so for Jesse Rocha. Uh, caused quite a stir while he was there. He referred to uh, Mayor Jeff Smith as a dictator, if I if I remember correctly. He also ran as a write-in, didn't win. Third online is a uh, a name we're very familiar here uh, with uh, here at uh, the Hotline Show. That's Danny Francis. And then we have Robert Shore, who also ran unsuccessfully, unfortunately, for Robert. Good guy, uh, for he ran for city council. Ben Schoen who uh, apparently just got a letter from, uh, from a well-known businessman and developer and a very outspoken guy. He ran for council, too. He's a contractor. Stanley Casper. Now, wait a minute. Is, is, are they saying, spelling that right? I thought uh, Stan's... Le- is, that the, is that the Stan Casper? Uh, they, who's, who's, who's been well-known in the car community. Uh, if, if that's the case, his last name, I believe, is spelled with an A, but that's me. And then finally, uh, last but certainly not least, and I do not know this gentleman, his name is Frank Roberts. So it's going to be an interesting, I mean, you know, again, it hasn't, it's not official yet, but based on what I'm reading here, 
And, you know, Sarah Campo Pierce is going to leave the council and, and head over to a much easier job and task, by the way. Hang out over there at uh, the county building, meet, you know, have a cup of coffee, whatever, talk about things for about 15 minutes. No one bugs you. No one bothers you. No one talks about the legislators on, on this show or Live at Five Show or any other show for that matter. So can you blame Sarah for, for making this move? It, it's, again, it's a, it's a, it is a surprise. If the things that were, if things were like what going on right now in City Hall, I would say that that was probably a smart move. But to me, it seems like Sarah would be a shoe in to remain a council person, and more importantly, to run for mayor. But uh, at this juncture, that's not going to happen. So anyway, uh, they're going to have a special appointment, and that's going to be let's see, that's going to be for the year this year, 2023, and whoever that is may or may not run. But you know that's going to amount to. Remember, we've been talking about three to two. Three, of course, with only Hickey, Ruggiero against Campo and Smith. Now, for a little bit at least, it's going to be four to one. And I say that because, it, again, it comes down to the vote. So you can can't count. Uh, I, 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 I'm not going to count anybody out here. Um, but uh, I'm looking at, for instance, Ben Schoen. That's not going to happen. And, of course, Ben said that himself. He says he knows he's not going to be chosen. So I don't know if any one of these names will be the, the final uh, pick or, for that matter, be under consideration. But that's on News Junkie as we speak. Uh, and as you know, uh, if you're listening to any national news, uh, Hamlin, DeMar Hamlin, that is, the, uh, the safety for the, for the Buffalo Bills is getting better and requires less oxygen. Uh, so he was at 100% oxygen. Now he's half that. I'm no doctor, but that obviously means that he's, he's able to breathe easier. Uh, with assistance, of course, but at 50%. So that's a clear sign. Whether or not he's got any damage beyond that with his heart, for that matter, his brain, or his cognitive ability beyond this, I really don't know. I don't think anyone can make that call. Uh, News Junkies uh, just got a a lot of stuff on there as we speak. Of course, Campo Pierce is up there. Uh, It says here, Campo Pierce to quit city council and replace Scott Gray. So that is official. And uh, that's and a lot of other things, but we won't get into it right now because we will take your phone calls because that's what the hotline show is all about. So give me a shout. 315-755-1240. 315-755-1240. Every now and then I, I've been accused of uh, not, not presenting the, the phone number uh, enough uh, for either show. So I'm going to do it right now. 755-1240 is the number. And, of course, that... Uh, that uh, issue down in Washington, D.C. continues. I don't know. They had three votes yesterday. McCarthy lost all three. You know what's embarrassing about Kevin McCarthy? He moved all of his furniture into Nancy Pelosi's office before the vote was taken yesterday. That's, that's like, talk about presumption. So that's not good. And, you know, and I look at it this way. You know, they keep on showing Matt Gates, And, man, he's got the biggest head in the planet. He's got a bigger head than Michael Kay. I didn't think that was impossible, possible rather. But it's, it makes a lot of sense because when Matt Gates was having issues, and now that we, de- we, you know, we delve into that story, by the way, he was reelected, so his uh, con- constituency didn't have a problem with that, with that so-called conspiracy to hire prostitutes and underage whatever. Uh, it, it seemed like nothing more than a stripper ring that, that he had for a party. He is a relatively young guy, but they made it sound, out, sound rather like he was nefarious and that he was you know, trafficking young people. Uh, but nonetheless, I, I, I get the feeling that Kevin McCarthy didn't show him any love throughout that whole thing as the minority leader of the Republicans in the House at the time. 
And, uh, and Matt Gates didn't forget that, along with his other friends, Marjorie Green. There's another woman, her name escapes me right now, but there's five or six of them that are holding back on all this. And although I don't like watching Newt Gingrich on, on Fox, because I think he never answers the question, uh, especially when he's on Hannity, because he just you know, kind of steals the question and goes somewhere else, he had great insight last night to what was going on with all of this. And he seems to think that this, they're going to settle things today, and, and move on. But he also said that there's a lot of people that are pr- basically looking out for a handout. Like, uh, hey, you know, if you're you know, Speaker of the House, what about me? Does that mean I'm going to have this or I'm, am I going to get this position? It's all about money. It's all about power. And if there's one guy that knows more about that or a lot about that, it's Newt Gingrich. So great insight uh, on, uh, on uh, last night on Fox News. But other than that, uh, let's see. And I'm getting texts as we speak, so that typically means uh, that there are people out there listening and they have some questions. And, <laughs> okay, all right. It's not all about taking calls. Yeah, no, okay, so someone just sent me a picture. It is Cosper. All these years, I thought Stan's last name was Casper. Sorry, Stan. It is Cosper. Am I saying that right? So Stan, one of the, uh, uh, at least on consideration. Uh, on News Junkie to be an interim uh, a replacement for uh, Sarah Campbell Pierce. So there you go. And someone just said it's not all about taking calls. Well, I, you know, yes, you're right. It's not all about taking calls. But you know what? That's what this show is all about. So it is a call-in talk show. Uh, I, I, I'm fascinated, again, with the Idaho murder suspect being extradited from Pennsylvania. But, again, this isn't the... Uh, you know, this, this isn't the, the mystery hour by any means, but that story to me is just not getting enough coverage. It's crazy what's happening there. I'm just so glad that they've had... Co- the one thing that people have been accusing the, the police out there in Idaho, Moscow, Idaho, uh, the one correspondent for Fox News, Ted Williams, I believe is his name, was referring to them as the Keystone Cops. All along, they had a great game plan. It didn't look like they were getting anywhere. They, it was over seven weeks before they even had a suspect, and then bang. All of a sudden, you've got uh, Jake Diggenhall or whatever. The, he looks just like the actor from Brokeback Mountain there. Uh, and, uh, and, of course, his attorney says he's, he's going to be, you know, he's going to be cleared of all charges. I, I don't think that's the case. So now we have a phone call. Let's go to the phone and see who's there. Hi, you're on the hotline. Dallas. Hi, you there? Dip, 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 dip. Worst show ever. All right, we hang up on that and just remind people that the phone <laughs> phone number is three one five seven five five twelve forty. Yeah, this guy, uh, you know, they, they they narrowed it down. There's so many people that are going to go that are going on these uh, DNA websites to find out about their heritage and where they're from and whatnot. And as a, as a consequence, it makes things very difficult to be a serial killer these days. Because if you leave any type of DNA at the crime scene, even though they're not going to maybe pinpoint you, they're going to get into your neighborhood. And by that, I mean they're going to discover that, oh, this, this guy is from such and such a family. He, uh, he's European in nature. Uh, and uh, look at this. It's closely knitted to uh, someone out there in Virginia who might be his second cousin or his sister or whatever. And then from there, they can just eliminate so many people. And they said, okay, here's a kid that has uh, a family member with similar DNA. And he is in a college 20 minutes away from Idaho. And yes, he drives a Toyota Celica, whatever he was driving. And then they narrowed it down to a white car that was seen during that. So sure enough, they followed the car all the way back from Washington, the state of Washington, all the way back to his house outside Scranton. And during that time, he was uh, stopped twice by the Indiana State Police. Just a fascinating story. Today, he, he was extradited back to the wonderful state of Idaho. So we'll find out more from Nancy Grace and all the rest 
about what's going on there. So let's do this. Let's do a commercial break because I can get this over with at least and come back with uh, your phone calls and more right here on the Hotline Show. We'll be back after this. The News and Talk Authority, AM 1240, WETN. Danny Street, Watertown. Attention home buyers. Northern New York Manufactured Homes on Route 11 has expanded. The manufacturer home dealer that also owns its own construction company recently acquired Value Homes on Outer Washington Street. With two locations, customers can now choose from the four best manufactured home product lines as well. Buy from the dealer who can also do the site work too. Here's owner Robert Lamoureux to tell you more. Hi, we're a turnkey manufactured home operation that can not only sell you the home of your dreams, but provide the home setup, foundation, septic, driveway, and utilities. Plus, we now have more product lines for you to compare. Our manufacturers provide Colony, Commodore, Titan, and Skyline homes, which gives you more home designs to choose from. Call us at either location today. Their NNY manufactured homes is on Route 11, just north of the city. Call them at 315-782-0560 or online at nnymanufacturedhomes.com. The News and Talk Authority, AM 1240, WETN. And welcome back to the Hotline Show today, Wednesday, and uh, we have somebody on the phone. Hi, you're on the hotline. Uh, good afternoon, Glenn. Uh, this is your non-lawyer friend. Um, I think you're doing a good job. You're, 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 you're carrying the weight of this station and uh, the topics of the day, and I appreciate it very much, so Happy New Year. Well, thank you, non-lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I have two questions. I see... Um, the council, um, it took a little time, but now they're going to have a, uh, an environmental impact study and an appraisal? Yes, yes. And, of course, is the judgment true? on the 11th, too, which is uh, which was brought up last night. Yeah. I want – yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I mean, we, we, that, that wasn't uh, available just a week ago or a week and a half ago, and they didn't need it. But now they, they think they need it. Which is fine. Which is, I'm glad they're doing that. That's what I'm getting at here is a process. Mm-hmm. My big question is: I was listening to uh, your caller, who's a big advocate of pools. I'm a great advocate of pool. I'm a, I'm a former lifeguard. I, I swam. I, I love the swimming programs. I love, uh, I love that activity when I was a youngster, and I, I think it does a lot of good. Uh, and I understand that the, the passion of that person who calls in and says we have to have a neighborhood pool but why does watertown need six pools <laughs> uh, what do you mean six why, po- why six pools, six pools. Uh, why yeah why do we need six pools well okay let me ask this first of all we have three or two of which aren't no. functioning correctly but the, city, the total city including the school district oh, okay. and the ymca is six pools hmm. well There's i get one at the high school right. one at this other school and one at the ymca there's three right. so then, then you bring the two neighborhood pools that's five, yeah. and now they, they want a sixth one. Right. And and don't forget the Aquatic Center going on right now, the old uh, Woolworth building. That's a $23 million pool that they're building as we speak. Yeah, so. What I'm getting at is, yeah. is that it took this long to get the process of the city council last night mm-hmm. to come to a, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, appraisal and a uh, impact study. Right, right. So I'm interjecting. Maybe it might take a month or two before summer, before they break ground, that they might take the idea of utilizing the, the, all the pools in the city, uh, three of which will be year-round and two will be seasonal. Mm-hmm. Isn't that enough for uh, 22,000 people? Uh, the, I guess I realize it, this yeah. is a big question. I realize this is really on the cutting edge right. of, of, 
of questions and questioning, and, and it might be forward and radical extreme. Mm-hmm. But, um, um, you know, I, I, I've been trained in this area. Yeah. Um, even though I'm not a lawyer, I've been trained. You sound like one. Very yeah. well. Right. Well, first of all, I would dare, dare to say that you've got to eliminate the, the private sector uh, pools, the indoor pools, like the YMCA. And for that matter, it's not private sector for the school. Don't get me wrong. But the council people over the years, the discussion's always been about the outdoor seasonal pools. So I always qualify it as three pools. So if you don't mind, I mean, I get what you're saying. Yes, you're right. You have the Y, you've got the school, you've got the aquatic center. But that's, that's at a price. And some people would argue only rich people can go to the new aquatic center and so forth. So the three pools are the ones where you get there for free. They open up around Memorial Day and they close around Labor Day. It's a quality of life issue. Yes, the quality yesterday is profoundly uh, passionate about that. And particularly, I think the big thing is we've always had this divide between north and south. Uh, north side doesn't get enough love, and the south side gets everything else. The streets on the north side are falling apart, and therefore it's almost like a separate entity altogether. As a consequence, a result rather, they say, oh, we definitely need that north side pool because you forget us all the time. And who could forget the other pool on the right on the south side that no one uses to begin with? So again, this is this has been a platform by uh, Cliff only for years. Uh, he, you're, you're, you're ignoring my point. Well, I guess I am. <laughs> you are. Mm-hmm. Okay. What, uh, what, what, am I, what am I missing? The council, it took them last night. They, you, you just acknowledged that they voted uh, for a, on, the, on the golf course. Right, a, right. Uh, uh, the, the, the appraisal and the impact study. All right. I'm introducing to you, sir. Mm-hmm. I'm not being, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not indicting you. I'm not no, no, that's okay. That's okay. Just. Tell me what I'm missing. Yeah, you're doing a good job. Okay. <laughs> all I'm saying is entering the fact that let's look at all of the pools in the city. Now, I said this before on the air. I don't know if I was talking to you or Mayor, uh, one of the mayors. <laughs> but for, for, what, $3 million for a pool, yeah. they could take that money and they could say every child in, in Watertown up to age 18 has free transportation uh, anytime they can call and get it, and then when the pool the pools are open year round, why well, not? I mean, I'm, I'm, I know this is stretching. Mm-hmm. I know this is really, really stretching for people, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, it can be done. All right, I, 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 I yeah. You can't have you want to have a seasonal pool for twelve weeks or fourteen weeks. I mean, this is ludicrous. This is absolutely insanity. Mm-hmm. Just like buying a, a, a golf course without doing an appraisal was insanity. Mm-hmm. So they're getting they're getting more sane, okay? Mm-hmm. I, I, does that I, make sense? It does make sense, but it's not going to happen because you're always going to have a percentage of people, particularly those that are on council, they're going to fight tooth and nail to get these pools uh, not only open but oh, fixed. That's not my point. Is <laughs> it took how many? Oh, since August thirty first. Yeah. So now. For the council to uh, 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 get a, an appraisal, it took four months. Right. All right. Staying right now and a vote. Why not start now before the, the pool season opens up? Is to look at all of the opportunities and all of the possibilities and util. It's called total utilization of materials readily available at hand, used to the fullest extent. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've got. We're going to have. Uh, so we're going to end up with six pools in the city of Watertown. Right. Total. Yeah. Why do we need six pools? It's a good question, and it's never going to be answered. And and again, getting back to the why? Pool, yeah, I don't know. Why? You got to ask the council people that. You got to ask Cliff I, only I, that question. 
I'm asking you to. I, I'm, I have no answers for this, just like I have no answers to why we bought the uh, the the golf course without an appraisal last night. Did you see the council meeting last night on on Steve Weed? Or were you there? Either either or. Once again, Campo Pierce, who's going to be there for another week, I guess, uh, brought up a very good question. This the the million dollar question: Why did we do this without an appraisal? And Lisa Ruggiero couldn't even look look back in her eye to give her an answer, and it was a very awkward moment. It, it's the it's the million dollar question, non lawyer friend. I don't know why these guys still insist on spending millions of dollars of pools that people don't use and, and a golf course that never got an appraisal. And yet they made a vote. It's a done deal. Uh, Lundy said, you've got to do it by the 31st. And all of a sudden we realize, well, it's January. The deal still isn't done. Well, there's going to be a judgment, and that's okay. We can go on for another couple of weeks. And I said, well, that's not what you said before. So there's so many unanswered questions. I, I, I'm sorry I'm not answering your questions, but there's no sense or sensibility to any of this. Nothing. It's, and you're, now what you're doing, you're dragging in the pool issue and throwing it on top of the golf issue. And that's a, that's a total mess right there. I'm, I'm using an um, uh, example of how they came to this process. Why can't they come to the same process with the, uh, the pool? Now, it's, it's just like, they, why can't the Democrats at least admit we have a border crisis? It's not going to happen. And now that Campo's leaving, they're going to vote for another one that's going to be a four-to-one vote for at least a year. So you, you and I are just going to have unanswered questions at least Myself, maybe you might get some answers, but there's a lot of things that aren't going to be addressed here in, in the whole sense of the word, why are we doing this? That's all. That's all I can tell you. I, I wish I could give you a better answer, but I can't. Okay, I appreciate that. I, I think you're doing a good job. Thank you for the third time. I appreciate that, too. Thank you, my friend. Thank you very much. Hi, you're on the Hotline Show. Yeah, it really, it really boils down to this. I know you're probably tired of talking about it. There's so many more infrastructure That's things what, yeah. that are needed for that money. They should never be doing the pool or the golf course, either one, because there's just money that could be well spent other places that is in dire need of repair. It's simple. Right, and they, and yet they'll tell you that, well, this the, our taxes, you know, uh, uh, Ms. Ruggiero said right here on this show, our taxes will not go up. This has no bearing on, on, on you know, this is this comes from a separate fund altogether. No big deal. It's $3.4 million. Taxes won't go up. Uh, we don't need an appraisal, all that stuff. And yet we hear people like yourself and others talk about the water problems, uh, uh, the infrastructure is an old town. We have salt erosion, all that type of Yeah, I, I'm with you. And, and that's why this debate will never ever end. And I'm sorry to say you're right. I am tired of it because I, I don't think I can give you any answers or that last caller or you or anyone because it's just it's just what we've been dealing with now for over a year. And uh, right. and yeah, so that that's where we're at. Right. That's all I could say. Right. And the thing that people are mad about that if everything were at least marginally good in the city, hmm. there probably wouldn't be as much uproar. But when you have a resident told your street can't be repaired because it needs curbs and the water lines have to be replaced and we don't have money in the budget so we're going to put a top coat on top of your road to satisfy your complaint right. when what really should happen is that money should go to fix the things in Watertown that need to be fixed and then worry about pools and golf courses it's simple it's not a big deal it's pretty simple spend the money where you can and when you have a surplus or things are in reasonably good shape, then you look at golf courses and pools. Sure. Simple as that. Yeah. All I, right, thanks a lot. Thank you, my friend. Thank you very much. Hi, you're on the hotline. 
Hey, what's going on? What's up? It's Tim. Tim, what's going on, man? Hey, yeah. Uh, hey, Glenn. Yeah. You're not from the city council because you're not a politician because if you were, you could think up some kind of baloney story <laughs> to tell all these callers, and, you know, like the city council does now. They talk out of both sides of their, their mouth. Mm-hmm. Anyhow. But I want to uh, call back about uh, what uh, Lefty said about um, you can't blame PJ and Lundy for getting the best deal, right? No, he's right. I agree with him. Yeah. Well, right to a certain extent, but PJ should not be writing a, a, a stinking letter threatening people, Jim Levin, to uh, keep people's mouths shut. That, that's that's crossing the line there. If that's where they want to sell their stuff and do their, their stuff, that's okay. But why is he going after Mary Blevins? He kind of insulted her about the lawsuit. Oh, you should pull it. If you don't, then you don't kind of uh, almost like saying you don't have a brain in your head. That uh, Smith is telling you what to do and you're following him. And you, you, you see my point? Yeah, why is I see he out point. there in the media pushing his agenda? Just let it be and let the, and let the cards play out. Uh, you know, I just don't get that. And then uh, the pool lady, she calls up and she says that Smith is always slamming people. And then she goes ahead and slams Smith. <laughs> He's got low self-esteem and this and that. Just, uh, she did the same thing that she's blaming him of doing. Right, right. That's projection, uh, by I, the way. I just don't see it. Like you say, maybe the final result, they may get their way. But they won't get their way when it comes to voting time. I'm pretty sure of that. And did you see the poll on um, you said poll. News Junkie yes. about which one had the most favoritism uh, or favorite uh, to be the mayor? Yeah. Mayor? No, I didn't see that. No, I just saw the one who was going to replace Compo. Well, I didn't see the other one no. about it. They had a survey on there between Smith, uh, Compo Pierce, mm-hmm. Ruggiero, and, but they didn't have only on there Hickey. Interesting. Just Three, which one would you be in favor of having uh, to become mayor? And there was another choice on there that said none of the above, and that, that got 60-some percent. Interesting. Above. So, wait, wait, go over that again. So, uh, 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 for some reason or other, Cliff only wasn't in that survey, but who who was voted the highest vote? I missed that. Well, Smith came out with the highest. Okay. I think he was like um, something to the nature of, 21%, something to that nature. Okay. Rosario, she was a lot lower, uh, maybe 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. But 60-some percent said none of the above. Interesting. They wouldn't pick any of those people for office again. Right. Now, okay, so let me just ask you a question real quick, Tim. All right, so, yeah. you know, we talked about referendum against Jeff Smith back in 2021. And then the three yeah. to two vote against them, and this is the way it's going to be. And then during that whole discussion, we seem to think like, well, we might have one of these three people move up because I don't think Jeff Smith wants to stick around. It's one and done, just like Joe Butler Jr. And why not? Because he's got a lot of other irons in the fire and so forth. So one of these three are probably going to be mayor. That's the way we were talking about no, up until so. this. Th- no, no, hear me out. Hear me out. Up until right. what just happened in the last couple of weeks. So would you say that? You know, isn't this a t- almost a complete turnaround? If you had that survey that you just rattled off, and I don't know why Cliff Only's not on that list, but if you did that list four or five months ago, let's just say you did it in July, okay? 
Would you get different results than what you're getting, what you're seeing there right now, uh, I'll Tim? I'm sure you would, yeah, yeah, because just like one of your callers said, Lisa has has done a 180. She she has gone crazy bonkers. Uh, she used to be a solid councilman. Well, you can't call it crazy. Boxes. You can't call it crazy. That's that's just unfair. What? You can't call it crazy, but... but well, it, I'm but, not crazy. I mean, I'm just talking about crazy decisions. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, it's obvious that... Uh, she's she's done what she's she's decided what she's decided but I think it's because of outside pressures about lawsuits and not really uh, we don't know that but no yeah a lot of people speculating uh, yeah she she knows better being a real estate person that you don't go up there I don't even know how you go to do an environmental impact thing if you're doing so, soil and right, stuff like right, that right, in right, middle, right. middle of winter right right I mean, uh, right yeah and by the yeah. Go ahead. Uh, well, anyway, I just want to say that, first of all, Jeff Smith was playing a little bit. How do, how do I explain this? He was using reverse psychology. He was, he was kind of playing along with things last night. And, and I could see exactly what Jeff Smith, Mayor Jeff Smith, of course, was doing. And he was talking about, well, now we have, now we're going to be responsible for petroleum, and then we got fresh water or up there. So how are we going to do that? Oh, and by the way, uh, do we have enough money to build a shed or some type of protect, protective uh, building for the uh, for the golf carts? And of course, everyone's like, what? What are you talking about? So what Jeff is doing, and again, maybe I'm reading him wrong. I don't know if you, oh, I shouldn't say this. I don't know if you heard it last night, Tim, but <laughs> this that was very obvious that Jeff was pushing the envelope. He says now. Now that you decided to go with this golf course deal, what are we going to do about fresh water and petroleum? What are we going to do about golf carts that are in the snow? And of course, just for the record, Mike Lundy did clarify that those are ha- those golf carts have been winterized and went through a process. And despite the fact that they are outdoors, uh, they're not in harm's way. They they are okay, so to speak. So we got to clear well, that up. I mean, that's what he says. Let me tell you, you ever take a rider mower and put it outdoors, even though it's winterized? Yeah. Guess what happens? Feet start to split. Right. All kinds of things start to happen to them. Rust it up. Uh, but like Mike depends. said, that was that was the normal procedure. That that's the way it's been done up there yeah. for years. Yeah, so you what's can't, you know. normal? What I mean? Right, right. It, my it, daughter does things uh, not no preventive maintenance either. Right, and and, and hey, I'm guilty too. I got my golf course sitting out but in the hey, snow right now. What do you think they're doing their appraisal for now? Then environmental? Is it because? They want to appease the judge, do you think? I don't know. All I know is the January 11th is the big day. January 11th is the big day. That's all there is to it. Just say what you want about yeah, this whole environmental well, we'll study. See, we'll see what happens. I, I already made up my mind. That oh, we know your mind is made. We know. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah there, you, there you go. I'm holding ah, this ah, recliner right now, man. Th- there I'm you go. It. I love it. I love see it. you, brother. Thank Bye-bye. you, my friend. That's Tim. Tim the Enchanter. i got to do a break. We'll do a break right now. Uh, and uh, you're listening to the Hotline Show here on a Wednesday. We'll be back after this. The News and Talk Authority, AM 1240, WETN. Happy 2020. If the rain has done damage to your... For some reason or other, this is all goofy. The two breaks went back to back. I don't know why. I have no clue. But anyway, I'm back. And uh, thank you. Joe Weston just showed me something very interesting. We'll talk about that later. Uh, but if you want to chime in right now, this is the Hotline Show, 755-1240. Don't forget the 315 area code. 315-755-1240. Frank Batista sent me a text. It's okay to say we don't need three pools. It's a city of 23,000 people. And what else? And our friend Amy chimed in. 
So if you want to chime in, by all means, give me a shout right now. What's on your mind? We'd like to know. Uh, we could talk about Campo Pierce uh, quitting city council to replace Scott Gray. And uh, just to let everyone know, obviously, uh, Sarah is part of the 13th district. So that was, you know, that just lined up very well for her. We are going to miss her, though. And, I, and again, uh, in the upcoming weeks, we're going to talk about who's, you know, we went through this, what, two years ago. It's almost two years to the day that I was watching a city council meeting, courtesy, of course, of Steve Reed Productions, just like it was last night. Great job, by the way. And some of the, uh, by the way, some of the gentlemen that got up, uh, the, the people that got up to the podium last night, one guy in particular, he had a, a, a written uh, um, uh, presentation. He looked like Martin Sheen, the actor. <laughs> and it, very well spoken, made a lot of good points. Uh, and and uh, and and he was you know he's actually for it, but he, at the same time he had other questions for the golf course, and then and, and then we have someone who apparently has been here for a year and a half, but I swear this guy's been in this town for like the last eighty years. Again, once again, well spoken. Uh, he was pro Jeff Smith, despite the fact that Mayor Smith had to hone him back a little bit. Okay, you got a minute left, but he kind of had a little laugh on him. Well, I would like for you to talk a little bit longer, but I do have to limit you. <laughs> because he kept on saying, you're disrespectful to the mayor. That's not the type of talk we should have here. Of course, most of this was being geared towards Cliff only. He never mentioned that. But it was very good. Uh, some people are a little long-winded. Uh, ben Schoen went up there once again. And uh, some good stuff, that's for sure. Watch TV Productions. I'm sure the link's on News Junkie. Hi, you're on the air. Boy, talk about long-winded. I've been, I've been going for a long time here waiting for you. Yeah, there you anyway, go. Anyway. Yeah. Going home, the waiting we, for you. Huh? Yeah, go ahead. Well, foreign policy. We already have a foreign policy toward uh, uh, immigrants. Yeah. And that was, that was established in Afghanistan when um, our president said... <laughs> We're leaving Afghanistan. It's up to them to decide what they want, what they want for their country, right. what, what kind of government they want. But we're leaving. Mm-hmm. Why aren't we following the same policy on our southern border? Uh, you know, again, you know, it already has been set. Kamala doesn't have to make some kind of plan. Kamala, there's already a policy. These people coming over and saying we're having all kinds of trouble in our country. We're, we're we need to escape, and it's, they, they should say. Well, it's your country. Goodbye. Right. Figure it out for yourself. Right. Right. So what? That is a foreign policy. Okay. So what's your question? Are you just being sarcastic? I mean, you're basically saying maybe that's sarcastic. I'm just being. I'm saying what the truth is. Yeah. Well, no. What you're saying is why we have a policy to, you know, over in Europe and in, in Asia and Afghanistan, but we don't I'm seem to have one there's here. There's one policy, and it's not being followed, or or he does what does whatever he wants in any situation he wants. Right. I don't I don't agree with that. You have a, you have a foreign policy. That's it. Right. Right. Well, and that's why we have borders. I don't even know if that's a foreign policy. I think every country has borders for a reason. Wouldn't you agree with that, caveman? Absolutely. Yeah, but we're not we're not So why let me ask you, caveman. Why do you think we have at this point what appears to be an open border policy? And and certainly by the way, we don't have one with Canada. You know, it, 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 let me let me give you a little story. Okay. okay? Yeah. Lee Clary and I, and a, and a former worker that I had, I, I don't know if he wants me to mention his name, but Lee Clary, sorry. That's okay. We went to a, a, a talk up at JCC in the, oh boy, when was Shirley Chisholm uh, a congressperson? Uh, I don't know, Shirley back Chisholm, in, whatever, whatever. a long 80s. time ago. Yeah, 80s, 70s, whatever, go on. 80s. This All right, we listened to her uh, talk. Yeah. And somebody asked her a question about drugs. Yeah. And she said, Shirley talked like this. Her exes were like this. And she said, I don't know who's in the audience tonight, but I can tell you something that I can tell you something that I definitely know. She said, somebody way, 
way high up in government is deeply involved in illegal drugs. Hmm. Who was president at the time she said it? George H. Bush. Hmm. Okay. Now, why do we have the open door policy? Why don't we use the OAS to make an army to wipe out all the seven seven families that uh, control the the drugs? Because all that border is divided up amongst the seven cartels, which are the seven families that run Mexico. Okay. And if you want to get, and if you want to talk about why do we don't have an, uh, why we don't, why we have such an open border, yeah. you have to consider both drugs and you have to consider the Chinese. Who runs the Who runs the Panama Canal? Well, with the Chinese. Well, I, that's the Who's bringing fentanyl and shoving it through the border? The Chinese. Yep. How do we stop it? Well, we don't stop it by saying I'm sending Kamala down, and she comes back and says, <laughs> "Hmm." It's more complicated than I thought. Right. Well, she doesn't even say that. on a plan. There is a plan. She, he established the plan. Go back to your countries and straighten it out. Or unite with the, with the, with the, with the uh, organization that we all belong to, OAS, and, and, and then militarily get rid of these people, hmm. including the Chinese that run the canal. Wow. They shouldn't be there either. Hmm. We should be. Hmm. Fascinating okay. stuff. I, I again, I, I'm I'm not, I'm with you to some degree, but you're basically saying there's a collusion going on between our government and China, and it's and it's all for drug money. Am I reading you right, no, there, Caveman? No, don't 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 come to that. I didn't say that at all. Hmm, okay. I'm saying what the possibilities are, and obviously what what the uh, 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 opponents are. Right. I'm not saying that we're in collusion with anybody. You might have individual people and individual groups here that are in collusion, right. but don't say that the United States is in collusion with somebody else. Well, oh, sorry for saying that. I guess I'm just not figuring you or anybody out today. But okay, so <laughs> so well, all right. So let me just ask you then: Can I give you my impression? Can I give you my reasoning? Sure, sure. Okay. I will listen and I will not talk. Thank uh, you for uh, not interrupting me. No, no, no problem. Okay, so thank no problem. Okay, it's obvious. It's pretty obvious. They're being set, they're being allowed here so that the shift in the American demographic goes from where, what we are today. I've Got to be very careful with this to what yeah. what's coming over the border, in hopes of that these people will translate and say, "Hey, who are the people that got me here? Joe Biden. That means I'm going to vote Democrat." And typically Latinos do, or people from other countries come here. Oh my God, it's a great country. The Democrats love us. They're giving us this and that. They're giving us a, a, a roof over our heads, medication and so forth. I love Joe Biden. So if you do that, two, three million people a year, now Title 42 is coming up to it. So now by the end of a four-year term, Biden's four-year term, we're looking at anywhere between 15 and 20 million new Democratic voters. Do you see where I'm going with this caveman? That's why we have an open border policy. Well, you know, the next, but one little thing you got to add to that. What's that? you got to let them vote. Well, I just said that. Well, yeah, and eventually they will. I mean, look, 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 look what Cuomo. We're giving them all the rights a citizen would have. Sure. Driver's licenses. I, I, Sorry. Yeah, no, we, we've given them, remember Cuomo, remember him? He was giving them driver's license. And, and a lot of people <laughs> said they needed to because who's going who's gonna to get back and forth from a, from a shack 20 miles away from a farm that a white guy doesn't want to do any or work at anymore? And that's a legitimate argument. So now you've got to give them uh, you know, the, the ability to drive. And once you do that, then they become naturalized citizens and therefore they can vote. Well, naturalized citizens after a time. Uh, so. I, I don't know. No, they still have to become uh, naturalized citizens by process. But Whatever. Uh, uh, they're anyway, here, and they're here you know, for I a reason. Bob Nortz uh, years ago when Bob was alive, and I said, Bob, all these people are coming to New York State because we have we have a better Medicaid here to get operations. And I was I don't know if you talked to Sharon to know 
who I am. I mean, my name is. I doesn't matter. Caveman, though, yeah. okay? I understand. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, he said, yeah, you're right. You know, if somebody comes from another state and we have one policy here and they get an operation here, you know where the bill should be sent? Where? Back to the state where they came from. <laughs> well, yeah, that's. Yeah. I don't. I don't deny the people, but let the let the let the states that that the people come from pay for it. Yeah. Well, and he agreed with me, but he it, said, "Oh it's boy, to not do gonna that, happen. You got to go through political crap, sure. and then and that that's too complicated to have it be effective." No, I agree. I agree. But so Kate, anyway, yeah, yeah I, I think that that's 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 one reason too. But I think there's more to it than that because. It's it's not just political, it's profit, and it's and it's propaganda, and it's pushed by an enemy against us. Right. You, you know, somebody said something to me the other day about China. Yeah, they could they could import a insect here that could wipe out the Adirondacks. Nice ecological warfare. Nice. It's not just biological; it's ecological warfare. Right. I mean, where did the Emerald Ash Borer come from? Do you know? Uh, it, I, it, I, I'm going to say China, like everything else. Well, like I'm not the bubonic they plague. Sent, they sent that or not? But it's a possibility to to wage warfare like that. And yeah. are we ready for that? No, of course not. No, we're not no. ready for that. We're not ready for I, there's that. A, at all. There's an we weren't ready for uh, COVID. There's a big, uh, uh, meeting in in uh, January here of, of symposium in Syracuse about um, about uh, the environment. And they wanted me, they, I sent it because my wife's cousin uh, has connections down there. And Got they it. Sent me yeah. An invitation. I'd Always have to pay in the weeds. $95 to, to attend. Right. And it has all the big shots with it, right? All the big shots on it, and a big shot talking about the economy, you know. But I said, uh, the people, I said, where are the people that can get in free? Well, that's one of my big things is letting, letting uh, people that are uh, in poverty attend stuff like this. But also, uh, also, uh, I listed all the things that should be discussed about environment. Mm. For instance, what about black mold in houses? Right. <laughs> Isn't that an environmental concern all over the country? It is. In fact, I just saw someone on on News Junkie or somewhere that he's he's in a coma because he's been living with black mold for almost a year. I just saw. Yeah, it I literally is, just it saw is that. Not just just some. You know, it, it is a whole range of things. Right. That's not just... But plant. caveman, it's caveman, you, you have yeah, a you lot... I know. No, 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 it's not that. But caveman, here's the thing. You have a lot of things to say, and you, and you try to address... You have a litany of things to say. Just one at a time. That's all I ask. One at a time. That's yeah. all. But you did great. I so, because they say, like... Like, you can talk to me if you wanted to meet. And we have met. I know. Yeah, I, we met at Dr. Sani's place. That's right. You that remember was. that. Of course. Are you ready? Yeah. No, I'm not ready. Can you do the show with me? Uh, yeah. Well, no. No. That was a long time ago. <laughs> Use your influence. All right. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Hi, you're on the Hotline Show. Hi, Glenn. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say that uh, the gentleman who called about the six pools, we really only have three pools. Right. The, uh, the Watertown School District, you, the public cannot use that pool. And the YMCA, you have to pay to be a member to exactly. use that pool. Right, right. So that was kind of, I mean, it's not really... No, I know, really I, know I know, I know. That's what I'm yeah. trying to say. No, I, I agree. And, uh, and and the thing is, it's already voted on and it's a done deal. Right. The pool's going to be either rebuilt or a brand new one. So sure. it's kind of like an old issue right now. It is. And, and, and to throw them in all yeah. together. And by the way, it, not for nothing, and I know we have a, a big uh, judgment on the 11th and, and this whole uh, uh, environmental study, 
but uh, I, I, you know, you said that the done deal on the on the pools. Well, it's a done deal on the on the golf course too. Am I mistaken on that? Didn't they vote for this? Or, or am yeah, I wrong? No, I, listened to, I listened to it last night on the internet. Yeah, you're right. It's uh, it's a done deal. It's a done deal. Uh, we just have to wait and see. I guess January 11th, uh, Judge McCluskey is going to give a ruling. So yeah, yeah no, it's uh, it looks like it's going to go through. Yeah, no Which, doubt. I'm you know I'm happy for that for the. I'm happy that we're going to get the land, the 65, 64 acres, whatever it is. 65, but so, yeah. yeah, so that'll be good for the for the public. I know a lot of people don't want it, but um, you know the infrastructure and all that. There, there's always going to be negative people out there, mm-hmm. and I think the city's doing a great job on taking care of the roads. Uh, they're, they're doing something about the water. Uh, you're always going to have people that complain, and uh, people are moving out of Watertown. So if we don't offer something for, you know, for like mom and dad and their kids go up to the pools, mm-hmm. free pools. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, I don't know what the city's going to be like in the future. And a lot of people do have, uh, you know, they got a swimming pool in their backyard or sure. they have a cottage on the lake or right. the river. So, right. you know, th- those people don't, they don't care about the pools. Yeah, uh, yeah, less right. fortunate. Uh, right. Right, and by the way, kids used to hang out on stoops or or porches. Remember that? Remember those days when someone, uh, you know? Oh yeah. But we don't yeah, do that anymore. Yeah. People, kids yeah, used to play no. stickball. They don't do that anymore. Kids used to go to a no. local park and, and play baseball or softball. They don't do that anymore. People used to bowl. They don't do that anymore. I, I mean, I'm no, sorry. The I, world has changed. Right. The world yeah. has changed. And and, and no, here's another right. thing: but, golf but isn't as, as 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 popular as it used to be. Ever since uh, the decline of uh, of Tiger Woods, people argue with me over this. Listen, the, the ratings in golf is way much lower, and now they're fighting with each other with the Arab League and so forth. Uh, oh it, no, you're right. No, when Tiger, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Tiger it, was everything from the '90s on yep. up until he, he, he his wife almost killed him with a five iron. That's when it went on a decline, and when he had his bad yep. back issues. It's just the way. It's just a fact. I'm sorry. We oh, want to talk about right. facts. It's a fact. No one golfs anymore. Right. Sorry, not as much at least. But thank yeah, you, my no, friend. Right. I appreciate I it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate. Okay, thank you, Glenn. It. I appreciate. It. Now there's guy. You know, he's he's for the golf course, but he's well, maybe not. I don't know if we have any real answers to all this. I I, I will say this. A couple minutes left. Cliff only chimed in. He texted me. Hey, Glenn, Cliff only here. Just wanted to let you know that if your listeners would be... I'm going to do it in my voice. I'm sorry. That's disrespectful. Just wanted to let you know that if your listeners would be interested in seeing how much money is actually being spent on roads and infrastructure. Maybe this is him. Let me see if this is Cliff. Hear from his own... Cliff, is this you? Hey, hey, Glenn. How you doing? What's happening? Uh, Hey, I just wanted to throw this in. Hey... I think the guy that was talking about the six pools yeah. said it wrong. What he should have said is, we are paying for six pools. Because we as taxpayers literally are paying for six pools. Right. Some you know, arbitrary divisions have been put in place to limit the number of pools people can use to the ones the city says are our pools. Not right. But you know, every every school board vote that comes up to increase, you know, playgrounds or pools or whatever—that's all part of it. Their yeah. pitch is always it's a great community asset. Sure. But they're never community assets; they're school assets. Mm-hmm. They're really limited who can use them. Mm-hmm. Um, Carthage is a good example. They upgraded theirs for millions of dollars, and they said, "Oh, this is going to be a great community pool." And then after it got, you know, was built and everything happened, they were like, "Oh, well, we really can't afford to have it open for the public." Isn't that something? So. No, you know we're paying for we're paying for six pools, or you are. I don't. Right, know. right, no, right, right, right. So, right. so, you know, the gentleman who just said that you know we don't have that—that's the problem with all this. Mm-hmm. You know, the money doesn't come off a tree; no. it comes out of everybody's pocket. You're right. You're right. And and, and we we are you know, paying a good deal of money for the aquatic center, I believe. 
It, originally, it was supposed yeah. to be 11. Now it's over 20, and then the Watertown's pitching this in. The, the feds are, whatever. So, I, yeah, at the end right. of the day, we're, we're all contributing to this. And, and by the way, right. I see a lot of progress down there. I can't wait till that building's done. Uh, but, boy, yeah. it's, it's very impressive what they're doing at the old— uh, I, I, I like it, but here's, here's what other, another issue that goes along with that. Yeah. Look at what we're doing to the taxpayers of Watertown. You know, the gentleman said everybody's moving out. Mm-hmm. And I agree with that because I wouldn't live in a town because my taxes would be so much higher. Mm. And what are we doing? We're not only uh, adding these other amenities, but we're increasing the taxes on everybody. And we're decreasing the tax base mm-hmm. by allowing people like the YMCA to take over a huge commercial building. Sure. And they'll be tax, you know, they'll be a tax-exempt organization right. just as... The old great American is no longer going to be a grocery store right. paying taxes. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a community, you know, a nonprofit healthcare organization. Sure, but it was so an abandoned our- building for many years too. So at least there's a repurposing of that uh, that part of uh, of town that that no, desperately needed. No, it. that's not a good thing hmm. because it's going to be a piece of property that doesn't pay taxes well, to help fix your roads and help fix your. Sure, looks like a lot better. I see where you're coming from. I see. I see what you're saying. But that great American building, even when it was open, needed a lot of work, and now it's going to look a lot better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it did. But uh, but anyway, I got to go. But thank you. Good call. Good call. Real quick, I'll just say, Glenn, just wanted to let you know this is Cliff only. Uh, uh, the, uh, out of the 57 million dollars, all of us had explained right there. We are focusing on infrastructure and recreation. I couldn't get in. I'm going to be glad to come in after the January 11th decision. Did you hear that? Cliff only will not come on this show until after the January 11th decision. I guess that's good strategy. It makes a lot of sense. Cliff, thanks. For you. Thank you for that. Uh, I got to get going. I will be here at 5 a.m. 1240 WE10. Watertown makes us legal. Up next, CBS News, and you have a good afternoon. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steel. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Madam Clerk, I rise to nominate the gentleman from California. Mr. Kevin McCarthy for Speaker of the House. The gentleman is recognized. House Republicans opening a second day of the new 